This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. I guess I will slide into my little portion of the conversation for the evening. Uh, well, uh, here's a here's a here's an ACT word for you. An SAT word. We'll, we'll acquiesce. Acquiesce ourselves acquiesce. into the final segment of the show. I try to in- integrate that into the lexicon. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. We say the best for last because we love Toya's section the most. Get out of here. Uh, we'll jump into what we'll call the reality chop, and I want to talk yeah, about talk. feelings and shit. Uh, but not just like happy go lucky feelings or whatever. I feel like we have become a feelings, feelings generation. I did, <laughs> I did, and that's because I mean honestly, we'll get there, right? But we have, from my perception, become a very feelings generation. Uh, this generation, and I think we're interesting in my generation. I, I think eighty five to ninety five are interesting. Because we have been on the cusp of a lot of social changes, right? We've been in a world without yeah. technology and without all the cool stuff. I definitely recorded stuff on the cassette tape off the radio. I definitely what? recorded stuff to put on my definitely. voicemail. I didn't get a cell phone till I was 15, 16 years we old. We was the first to pirate music. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, disc, the internet was on AOL disc. You get a whole stack of them, rotate them back. Lime, lime wire, share bear. So we just, we, we bordered a lot of generations. And one of the things I can honestly say, and that's obvious, I think, in terms of the social conversations we have, is that more now than ever, you see a lot of young people articulating that they hurt. You see a lot of people articulating, people in general articulating that they have psychological, emotional issues. Uh, you see a lot more people being open about talking about being depressed. You see a lot more people who, I mean, I don't know about y'all's timelines and how they're curated. You would tell me 15 years ago that emo rap would be a thing. 15 you years ago, the emo I would told you, you a goddamn Like, you, you sitting up here listening said, to, you would tell me, yeah. uh, what's my boy, Uzi? You know, just feeling the feels. What? Niggas talking about Shit. being depressed. Straight, like, the, the whole album about being depressed. That nigga would have you like... What? Juice World. You know what I'm saying? All these... Even yeah. Future and Kevin Gates. Even, even, even trap rappers talk about being depressed and wanting to commit suicide. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like everybody now can be in their feelings. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Gates got a song called In My Feelings. Yeah, I mean... And, and, but you know who else was a, a, a large part of that? I mean, in a different way. I think Drake had a had a, had a large role to do with like us kind of being able to embrace. I think it inroads. I think yeah. it inroads to it in a yeah, in a way. Yeah. I think just I, I would say more so for for men. You know what I'm saying, and their ability to both be the rapping ass, feeling ass, singing ass situation. Uh, e, I I'll give Drake some credit for that. I think he definitely has to be named, and just kind of the way that us as a culture yeah. and a society has started sliding. I bring up this topic though, um, because I'm I'm curious about, especially talking about our generations and kind of the separations and differences. How we how are you all taught to feel? How are you all taught to express your feelings? And that can be directly from your parents. It can be cultural. It can be from the perspective of being a man, being a black man, being black. I'm gonna go first. Right, a bunch of different. It, yeah, just just talk to me about this because I've been seeing a lot of different examples that I want to talk through. But how were you all introduced to talking about uh, being emotional? How do you feel? So, in terms of, I, I feel like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm a little different, and my wife my wife like kind of mentions this a lot, and because 
since I had a lot of personalities around me, you feel me? Like a lot of demanding personalities. I got a lot of siblings. You know what I'm saying? Um, for me, when it came to like, I, I had to be empathetic. You feel me? Like I had to understand, you know what I'm saying? A, like a lot of what was going on around me. You feel me? And so when it came to ha- understanding how I feel you know, or, or being able to express that, um, I don't know. It was something, it's something that I, I thought a lot about, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I kind of just, I, I learned how to just be like, you know, it is what it is. You feel me? Like I, I became a, it is what it is type nigga. You right. feel me? So to, to the point where it's like, I became understanding. Cause it's like. I, I, my siblings are crazy, especially when we was kids. Shout yeah. out I, I, to whoever watches. <laughs> I know my cousin, my cousin Rochelle watches, so she knows. She know Cortez my, is on earlier. Yeah, Tez is But they, they know my cousin, they, they crazy, you feel me? But, you know what I mean? I, since I knew them, like, I couldn't be mad. Like, that's my brother. Like, that's my sister. Right. And I can see these comments, too. It's a lot of comments that, yeah. that, that, that once down and out of the toilet and start starting yeah. talking. They know what we into. You know what I'm saying? So, so in terms, like, so for me, like, I was putting, I was putting in a position to where, like, I had to kind of, like, and I'm the second oldest, like, the oldest boy. So I had to, like, mature emotionally a little bit faster. Right. Because, like, I wouldn't survive, like, around, <laughs> like, around everything that I was around if, if I wasn't able to. have a connection to, to your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, yeah. So, for me, like, that's why I'm, like, I'm, I'm an emotional nigga. I'm sensitive. I don't, I'm sensitive, but I don't take a lot. Yeah. Personal. Yeah. You feel me? So, yeah, that's me. What about you, Lee? Mm. Look at that. I really, it's, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to say a little bit. I know, I feel like, I know that I have been conditioned to wear my heart on my sleeve to make it wear whatever I feel like or whatever I'm feeling is usually very visual on my face or I'm, or I'm, or I express it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if I was, uh, like coached and raised that way or if it's just the way I am, but I know over the years I have, I feel like skilled the way in terms of being able to wear my heart on my sleeve. And now that I'm a little bit older, I feel like I, I just now, uh, let that heart on my sleeve bleed more in some moments than others. And then sometimes I cover that up a little, a little more than other times. I feel like I'm being much more guarded with it, but you're one of the first people I've heard use the phrase emotional intelligence. What do you mean by that? I said it for no, I mean, well, this is outside uh, of this previous this conversation. <laughs> I've heard you use the yeah. phrase emotional intelligence. So, like, what to you is emotional intelligence? Uh, emotional intelligence to me is really having emotional competence about how you feel in particular situations and being able to have a gauge and understand how other people feel in situations. So it's like usually when I talk about how I understand, how I was able to build on my understanding of emotional intelligence and how it works in the workplace. And being able to always be mindful of your conscious of your own feelings while trying to be able to engage and be conscious of other people's feelings and how that can, you know, determine or influence actions and, you know, set outcomes and results. You feel me? So it's different assessments you can take to be able to literally get your emotional uh, IQ. You know what I'm saying? Your EQ, yeah. you know what I mean? To be able to, you know what I mean? Like to shit, be able to uh, like get you a little diagnosis in terms of what where you at. You know what I'm saying? So when I say emotional intelligence, it's really being able to be very mindful. So check this out. From from that from that perspective, um, and it's like especially talking about like with us being Marquise. a part of like the Facebook generation and everything else. How do y'all think uh, the role that social media plays in shaping emotional intelligence? 
right? Because like, like growing back back yeah, when we was kids, back pieces. when we was growing up, right? Like the the best the best that we had at the event was like cussing while we was walking away, pissed off. Like I don't give a fuck. Up. You feel me? Like that that's that's the best that we could do. Now, what you say? What you, what exactly. you say? Yeah. But now we have now we live in a, a era where. If you feel something, like, if you, like, whatever insecurity or whatever anger, whatever frustration, you could literally just tell the world like that, you know, in, like, in, 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 in an instant. So, from that perspective, what what role, like, how what, like how do y'all think social media impacts, like, the emotional intelligence, especially of young kids today? I mean, 1,000%, and there have even been reports, so I listen to a lot of NPR when um, I'm driving around just kind of doing whatever so I can stay in the know. And they, I've heard two different segments now. One was an in-depth report on the effects of social media on the emotionality and the emotional state capacity functionality of of teenagers. There have been studies done um, by reputable universities, I think multiple at this point, that have absolutely validated that social media has caused people's, young people's uh, emotional relationships, uh, understandings of selfs, ways of dealing with alienation, disappointment, uh, uh, confidence. Shit is plummeted, right? It's like just, just Plummet. the numbers are out of control in terms of how many new diagnoses have happened. But most recently, like in, within the last week, I heard a new report and I'm listening. Like I thought y'all already talked about, you know, youth and social media. No, they said the general population, people as a whole, writ large, are net worse, net less emotionally stable. Have identified various emotional issues and are seeking treatment largely with the advent yeah. of this sharing culture that we have with social media, right? Yeah. You yeah. and I'm, I'm, I do it, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of why, like, I don't post as much because it feels weird to do that mm-hmm. knowing that I'm a regular post person, but people post their highlight reels and it's hard to remember that people are showing you the good shit. Do you know how everything. you take a picture that quick? Right, and so you see somebody's perfect relationship, you see somebody's perfect body, you see an angle and a pose, not yeah. realizing that in their photo album on their phone, it's 90 other pictures that they tried to take to get that one shot right with that one. But you don't think about that in the moment, you're just like, Man, beautiful, you like, uh, and you don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, it's so weird. And I've caught myself I think doing this said, now. I think he just said it too. He said, What? So I think Marquise just gave us a nice little comment to to. For, I'm, I'm I'm gonna give you Marquise's response. From my definitely, response. definitely. But I, I the advent of social media, the ability to get instant gratification off of likes and the desire to get that, and when you don't get that, to feel incomplete, to feel disappointed, to feel like all of that shit has created this world where if it ain't pulling in the likes, if people ain't seeing it, and I'm guilty as shit. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it ain't it, you ain't you ain't on the right guilty, track. You guilty. ain't nobody. And it's it's extremely interesting because all three of us are, are building social media profiles. Yeah. And and, and yeah. doing but but at the brain same time, time before us building these profiles, none of us were really like, yeah, we we own social media. I think George is probably the most active. But me and Toya, like, you know, we pop up in, but but we're yeah, not we like, like, every, like, George is a social media nigga. Like, George is a social media nigga. But the, but the thing about I'm, George I'm border, is, I'm borderline. Yeah. Like, but see, just like when he said he wears his heart on his sleeve, is it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, his, yeah. like, that's his honest life. That's like, you, you can literally see a day in the life of George. <laughs> <laughs> right. You feel me? Like, watching this nigga Snapchat or whatever. The problem is that, and, and, we, and we're finding that now. Is that when you when you're actually putting things out there for validation? Like when like when I drop a political plug video, I'm I'm checking for the likes because I want to see how people are responding to my information, how they engage in it, because I want my page to grow. Right. You know what I mean? Now, if that had more to do with like me personally, like me as a person, you feel me? I could see how if you drop a video, like you put that effort into it, or you you know you 
put up a picture or whatever, I could see how if you not getting the response you want, how that could have a negative impact on who you are. Yeah. And the issue is that Literally. the issue is that we give we, we we have given the world too much access to us. And we have and we have lost like the insight and the ability to cut ourselves off from the rest of the world and just take a step back and and you know kind of be you without social media because like I know the last time I deleted my Facebook it was it was something different about it like it was like a, a show like a like it was like a weight that was lifted off of my shoulders because it was like I'm not constantly checking in I'm not trying to see what's good I'm not just just scrolling you feel me yeah it was it was something to where it was like yeah. I was disconnected because arguments. Right, like a lot of this shit, niggas get into it. Oh yeah, once you start a when once you start a Facebook argument, especially on Facebook, man, this argument until you uh, decide to completely digress and divest, you're gonna be in the argument for right. hours, maybe even right. days. And and that's that's real emotional energy. It's going in a back fake and forth. Yeah, it's and so I mean, I did oh, yeah. thinking talking about emotional energy. I'm sorry, I got this candle lighter in my hand, y'all. It's random in my face. Sorry. Too. Um, but speaking about emotional energy, it reminds me of a comment Terrell posted, and he was like, "This conversation has me thinking about the relationship between emotional intelligence and emotional labor, right? Like when, and, and I think emotional labor can be spoken about in two contexts: both the emotional labor that it takes for you to say, okay, no, you are wrong, and I'm really know I'm right, and I know I'm about to defend black people, I know I'm about to defend queer people, so I'm about to channel my energy into this in labor over this issue." Uh-huh. But also in terms of emotional intelligence, kind of, it made me, when that comment made me think about like the high IQ, if you will, of black women. When we talk about emotional labor and what that looks like for black women, typically it is because there is a heightened level of emotional sensitivity or emotional intelligence that has informed how I'm about to deal with this experience. Y'all, I am literally the person that people, I mean, and I hopefully none of my students are, you know, feel a way about me sharing this. But like a lot of the times they like you say, go talk to Toya. You, you, you going through some things. You don't really go talk to Toya. Yeah. And hey, that's that. That's that. Yeah, that's that. That's that. That's that unique position that black women have in higher education that I know that I read about all the time that I kind of struggle with today. Putting it into my in terms of trying to figure out how I want to put it into my workshop about unlearning racism. Because there is a lot to be said specifically about black women in the emotional label that y'all put in terms of just trying to preserve other black folks in higher education. And how a lot of times that labor goes unmonetized or literally just unpaid and un- unrecognized because it's not seen as really being legitimate exactly. labor. Exactly. I mean, and I, my, my and, goal and, you know, is I not... Wish Jamel, least... Jamel, I wish Jamel was on the part right now too because he always talk about emotionalism. So he needs he need to be a part of this conversation. I wish he was there right now. I, I, I guess when I look at black women's relate, like if and it's weird because I have a weird relationship to it. Like, who wants to be when it's all said and done, right? Nobody prefers to be the target of tears. Like, if I could pick any situation nah, to be in, like, do I want to be in your face while you are literally? But at the same time, yeah. it's almost you want to be emotionally dumped on at yeah. all. But at the same time, it's like I look around and I'm like, this is a situation that needs a response. And I feel equipped and capable of responding to it, mostly intuitively. Right? Like, my intuition is to be like, which I have to fight with, especially in academic context, because I'm not nobody's mammy. I have a student that I love to death that calls me mom. And every time it happens, I think directly about how anti-black it is. I think directly, because this this child is also, they're not black. Right? But and, And so, but, but then I have to stop myself. 
Because she even, I was like, that is a That is a trope of black women that you are fed into that is problematic. I Can I be your sister? Can I be cousin? Can I be kinfolk? Can I just be yeah. Professor Green? Can I just be Toya? And she was like, yeah. no. She started authority, though. She was like, she no, you care about me and you also scrutinize me and get me back together again and you you know let me know that and you know what you don't and she was just like you don't really hesitate to but you also I could tell you really care and so I was the feelies the the heartstrings but I'm just like but still there are tinges of this that I don't necessarily feel like I should have to be culpable for like I want to be an asshole too I want to be like, fuck that shit. I don't yeah, care right, right now. Hey, hey, but I don't feels, get to do that because you're surrounded by so many other people doing that shit already. But you know what, though? You know what? And, and, and I, I know I have I have a uh, a perception of, of, of about, you know what I'm saying? Or people have a perception of me, right? Like, motherfuckers like to call me the asshole or, you know, say shit like that. But at the same time, like, I think especially because, you know, that's in academic spaces. But... And I, I work in a weird space where I like I work around like a lot of old white women, like white secretaries and shit. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, oh, old white women would love to tell me I'm your white mother. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, got a well, white mother. Well, not well. I think what it is is that uh, like we, like some of the attorneys, some of the attorneys that I work for, like some of the partners, they could be assholes. You feel me? Like they could really, they could be assholes. And you know, you, it's like you see, like, I've seen him like talk to her crazy, like. Wow, like damn, you feel me? And they ain't never came in, you know. That's the thing; they ain't never came at me crazy. Like, they ain't never really talked crazy to me because it's like it's I'm a it's a certain like respect that I get for being a nigga there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not like you, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I'm, you know what I mean. So it's a certain certain respect that I get, and so I feel compelled, no lie, like to when she like damn near breaking down in tears to you know what I'm saying to like to like let me like I, like I don't want none of this. You feel me? Because like this is just a job for me. Like I'm like. Oh, talk to me. I don't give a fuck how you talk to me. As long as I get my check, like, I can care less. You feel me? You know what's weird about all of this and kind of why... Well, George, were you about to say something? Well, just something that's weird about this that I thought about a lot. And I've, this is about me being about to be candid a little bit about my own self is that based on just, like, relationships and, like, friendships that have deteriorated, romantic relationships, I've discovered that I'm really not very good at talking about my own feelings. Hmm. Like I'm really Oh yeah, I figured I figured that out about you already. Very, too. very bad. Right. <laughs> don't come I don't like that you figure that out about me. That makes me feel away. <laughs> but I am here to hear about but when it comes to like, well, how do you feel or whatever and problem solving, I've been in situations where I've I've come off like the asshole I know I'm not. Because I don't have sometimes it's the, an asshole not the tingling I want to talk to people on the phone. Whatever. I don't like talking on the phone. It has nothing to do with how I feel about niggas. What I'm saying, though, is that I really sometimes lack the language. I lack the desire to emotionally labor and to force myself into a place. Like, I've seen other people feel hurt. And at the end of it, I'm like, I have no desire to go to that place. So instead, I just... And it's it's such a weird relationship to me because people know me to be this person. And because, I mean, just as a woman, as a black woman... I want to be able to feel. It's just my own personal feelings get jumbled up somewhere. So since we being candid, right, and George can feel me. I know he about to feel me on what I'm about to say. What you about to say? It's funny that you say that, right? Because George and I are both married to women who are very similar in that they struggle mightily to, like, talk about, like, how they actually feel, right? And, mm-hmm. and... George can feel me. I love like this too, honey. But you know, I don't go white watch my shit though, so I'm good. But if y'all, yeah, it is. Look, look, but look, cause this, cause this is the thing. Yeah. 
and George, feel me? We end up being the emotional ones in our in our relate. We 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 took on the emotional roles in our, in our marriages to where we're the ones who like this is how I feel, right? Yeah. And it's odd because what we have learned about men and women and heteronormative relationships, you feel me, is that the woman is the emotional one. And the man is the one who, you know, he's stern and he has to work through his feelings. Emotionless. Right, right. Emotionless. Yeah. Oh, right. But I'm the type to where I'm like, if my feelings is hurt, I'm going to say like, yo, like, that hurt. Yeah, feelings, you feel yeah. me? Like, that hurt. That was wild. And, 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 and how, like, when I came to the realization that in my relationship, I was the emo, like, I, and we had this conversation earlier. I ain't going to say what I said earlier, but like. The when it first hit me when I first came to the realization because like I was like you need to understand how I feel type shit right, right. and then like at, we we hung up on the phone we mad like, and I'm like yo I'm the woman <laughs> like <laughs> like emotionally like yeah. and that's but that's a, it, it, it was immature you feel me immature but like mad because we not talking about feelings and shit as a nigga you feel me like it had to be like it was it was odd because like I came to the conclusion that like yo. Like I'm why I as a nigga am I supposed to be demanding that my wife be more emotional, right? Like how you you know what I'm saying? Is, <laughs> like, man. I, know I mean, but you feel me? Like, like I know man, you feel me, George. You the most. I mean, sometimes I tell my wife, baby, you the most tough, sensitive person I know, man. You talk a lot of shit, but when it comes to really expressing how you feel. You ain't got nothing for me at hey, all. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like, she, like give me the middle finger. I can say, for, I can say without a ball. shadow of a doubt. So. I can say without a shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. Faith Lee and Rahel Baker act like niggas when it comes to their emotions. <laughs> I swear, it's like steel face. Like, <laughs> they can be crying. Baby, you always do this crying shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. <laughs> you look at me dead in my... You always do this crying you know shit. Like, 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 damn. Hurt my feelings like a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like, like, yo. And look, my cousin, she already... She said it herself. My husband is like that. Reverse roles. I'm always saying to myself, he's such a girl. Yeah. And you know, and she be like... My wife would look at me and be like, you are crazy. And I'm like, don't look... Don't delegitimize how I feel. Don't pathologize you know me. <laughs> like, like, well, I found myself hitting some shit. Like, don't patronize me. Baby. You know what I'm saying? So, hold on. This Keith, Keith, don't try you know, to... Keith always want to take shit philosophical. School us. So, he, Keith said, when we think through black relations, we have to move outside. Of, I'm, I'm going to say how I, how I think Keith's talk. When we think through black relations, we have to move outside the grammars of capitalism. Labor is exploitation by definition when controlled through a system of production that makes us alienated. Brother... Bam. <laughs> he don't say, brother, he's trying to do you in, Keith. He's trying to do you in, man. You, you, don't, you don't talk like that. Man. That's, his comment talk, talk like, like that, that goddammit. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 nah, but, but I, I, I feel is you. Like, exploitation by definition. Yeah, I, I think there is a level of reality to this idea that we have to reconfigure what labor is in the context of intimate relationships, social relationships, familial relationships, and what that means. Because if we are as connected as those relationships would assert, there's a level of willingness to labor 
that changes kind of what we mean in terms of production, what we turn, what we mean in, ter- in terms of the producer and the consumer. Like when I label for yeah, you, I'm not labeled. Turn into in terms of exploitation too, huh? especially especially when that in, in terms of exploitation, especially when that emotional labor is consensual. It's just that it's not being reciprocated in terms of the valuing of that relation uh, of that. Yeah. Okay, but let me let me switch gears on y'all then, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I want to go back. I want to go back. <laughs> I was watching a video. I was watching a video. Matter of fact, I seen two separate posts like this this week, which is like really unique. I, I and I, weird. So I'll tell you what both the gist of both posts were. In both posts, there was a situation where there was a mommy and a little kid, like I think a little girl in both situations, and yeah. one of them, the little girl. In one situation, the girl wrote like a whole long letter about why she was mad at her mommy. And why, and the girl, like, the mama got the letter and was like, I don't really know what to do with this. Like, the girl was like, I don't like you. I, you're not my favorite. I wish I had another mommy. And in the other post, uh, it was a picture. And it was like, this is what you look like. And it was a picture of basically a monster. <laughs> like, just a terrible drawing. And then, uh, so a whole bunch of other shit, like, you're just not my favorite. I, similar, similar language, you know, kid talk. You know what I'm saying? I don't like you, I hate you, you mean to me, whatever. And the response to those pictures, because my mama, I tell my mama, I hate her. I tell her that this is what she looked like. And she coming in like, oh, really? You don't want to eat tonight. You yeah. must don't want, if that's the white, like, yeah. that's calls and grounds to get into it. But a lot of the comments under these pictures was like, oh, it's so beautiful that you're allowing your child to feel. The mothers are responding like, yeah, I'm trying to be more uh, supportive of her and just let her get it all out. And I want to know, you know, how she... And I just was not raised like that. My mama be like, you don't like me, bitch? Like, what, what does this even mean? Do you know what I've done? Like, that's... Oh, oh, look, look, oh get let's... that monster bitch on that picture to be... Let's see, if you, let's see if you like not getting school clothes. You know what I'm saying? You know, or if you, let's we'll see, see if you like not getting dinner. A whole bunch you of other shit. And so... I guess I asked this question to ask because in a lot of ways, these kids have been given the green light to be all this emotionally and expressive, expressive and stuff like that right, right. because we are a feeling ass culture. Right. Right. So are we too emotional? Like, is that disrespect? I guess is the question I'm asking. Like, is the level of emotionality that these kids expressed disrespect or is it healthy for us to allow for them to express themselves in, in these ways? Hey, for y'all, like I'm a, Detract real quick for everybody in the comments who don't know who Gene uh, Rousseau is. That nigga got a haircut like Gerald from Hey Arnold. Like just I'm just okay. Now that, that we're done insulting each other, <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, so I think what like what it is is you actually see this with uh, and you see this with parents and how they are uh, parents and when they become grandparents, right? They un- it's like a different or even just with the youngest of the siblings. What you see is. A, a shift in how like that how they allow that emotional uh how they allow those emotions to play out right so like parents with their first their oldest or they you know their second oldest or whatever when it comes to their relationship with them it's it's, it's it, it could be stricter you feel me it could be more, like it's more rules I'm gonna use the word egotistical it's, I'm gonna say egotistical based on right 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 a, a bit right a bit um, tyrannical, if you will. <laughs> like it, it like yeah. I brought you in this world and I can take you out type shit, right? right? Um Literally. but but like when this. they when they compare, you know, then when you compare and see how they are as grandparents, right? Like it's like they when because my grandma taught me a lot of emotional intelligence. Like uh, I heard telling me, you know, like talking about her emotions and 
and talking about how I like asking me like why I feel you know what I'm saying how I do mm-hmm. instead of you know my mama didn't have time for that shit like parents like regular parents ain't got time to be wondering like why you all upset and all that shit but the grandparents are like sitting kind of talk you through that you feel me and so what what we see now is like parents now who had those soft grandparents uh-huh. are 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 seeing that it's a, it and when we say parents was these white people or black people these are black people. These are black people. These are black women and they're black children. And this and a, a, another interesting aspect of that is the amount of black people who are against whooping their kids. Especially black people who got whoopings. You feel me? With now the studies of PTSD and all of that type of shit. So it's like, I think as a culture, like our generation just understands the importance of, the, of being able to express those emotions more. As opposed to like the more archaic... You know what I'm saying? More... To me, I, th- I think it's a binary, really. I think it's a binary that we recognize back then used to be much more desensitized to a lot of the feelings and the emotions that's now being expressed. And now I think we've just been... the Our sensitivity has been much more heightened in how we talk about these feelings and emotions. Because it's not like we didn't feel... It's not like people didn't feel this way already. It's just that it was, I feel like, almost seen as being natural or normative in terms of, like, should you get your ass beat? Well, you better not. It look like you're gonna talk back to me when you when you go out to the table. Say that shit under your breath. Go that way with it. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the understanding. But we know in terms of emotional competence, is literally the reason why people don't know how to express themselves because we've been taught how to suppress it. I mean, we've been conditioned how to suppress those emotions and feelings. So though not gonna lie, there is a kind of ugly underbelly to being able to express those emotions and feelings because then once they're expressed, you got to deal with them. And what we know about emotions and feelings, sometimes they ain't they ain't pretty. They be very ugly, very violent. You know what I'm saying? But on the other side of it, shit, we get to learn how to deal with it. And that, to me, that's the good thing about, you know what I'm saying, basically answering your question. I don't think we've become too emotional. I think that now we get to express emotions more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I was going to say real quick. I was going to say real quick. One of the comments was talking about... What did the comments just talk about? Uh, balance, right? And a part yes, of we gotta have, we gotta have balance. <laughs> a part so of, of like allowing her to express her feelings in those comments, like in that uh, you know, in that letter, is also explain like talking to her about why she did what she did, right? Because a part of like the the when when children lash out is because it's a lack of understanding. Of like why parents are making particular decisions, right? You feel me? And so it's like, okay, you're mad at mommy. I understand that, but you have to understand that these type, you know, what I'm saying like this isn't a, like this isn't okay, right? Like, and and explain why it's important, like yeah. whether like why it harms them or whatever. Because uh, if if they just think like, because this is something we always made fun of white kids about, right? And that's like white kids been able to cuss their motherfucking parents. They've been able to express their feelings, and then they end up shooting up schools. So it's not just a matter of like expressing your feelings and that being the end all be all. It's it's being able to express your feelings and then understanding what they mean. So when you feel them again, you are able to kind of taper it, understand it a little bit better. You feel me? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where emotional competence comes into. I think I think what's healthy about allowing for your kids to be able to express themselves is because then they're able to see how their their feelings and emotions affect other people. 
Because then you as the parent get to now be the receptor and be the responder to these emotions and these feelings. So if you see the picture of your kid saying you a monster or you see, you know what I'm saying, your kid telling you I love you, you get to respond now and, and, and your kid get to really internalize or at least think critically about, okay, I told my mama she a piece of shit. <laughs> Okay, my, my mom felt this I mean, way. Also, I told my daddy, I you know what I'm saying, he's been a bad person. Kind of take a step back in response to the emotionality of kids and say, and, and, and even let's talk about the barrenary you just set up. Whether it's I hate you, I can't stand you, you suck, or I love you. Like, if I was a parent, I'd be like, dang, you know, for a kid to express this to me must mean something. Say, for instance, I love you. Something amazing must have happened. I must have done something very specific to make them feel that way and then to say it out loud. That's one thing to feel it and then for you to go as far as to say it tells me a lot. So it will make me more reflexive on what I was doing and, you know, how can I recreate that? What is it about my shtick that has led the child to feel like that and verbalize that? And then alternatively, you've said you hated me. Now, I've tried to be the best parent I could do. (laughs) I've made all the best decisions I could possibly make. Let me roll back that beautiful bean footage and see if I can identify what I know is me hopefully being an effective parent and a good parent, but that you have interpreted as hate. That way, when we cross that path again, or I need to reintroduce them, I, this I'm not so committed to replicating see, that. See, Batoya, me and you was raised by old school people, and you know, you know, what I'm saying, even even though you from you in the Midwest and I was down south, I bet you that when you ask the grown folks around you, sometimes you heard because I said so when I'm grown. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, 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 what you're saying is a prerequisite. You know, what I'm saying that allowed that you you have to be. Less egotistical and more transparent about what I you're mean, doing. I mean, to be willing, you gotta explain your sex God forbid, God forbid, you gotta say sorry. Mm-hmm. God forbid, you gotta treat the little child who feels you hurt like they hey, actual human hey, being with hey. some type of emotional intelligence. And I was raised by my grandparents. My grand, the idea of my grandparents saying sorry to a kid, never. And you know what? And and I think that's where that's where that's why I, I did have to like, explain like, yourself my grand, to a like kid. my grandma. Like my grandma would cuss me out. You feel me? And she 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 whoop me. But as I'm crying, though, you know what I'm saying? She'll come back. She'll take me to the bathroom. I remember vividly, like, she'll wipe my tears. She'll tell me, you know, she, you know, she had to, you know, she'll just let me know. This was, I had to, I had hey, to your ass. Hey, see, the study show, that's good, too, though. See, I, I read, cause I, got, I got two kids now. And I ain't just one of them parents that just go reading a whole bunch of shit. Like, I got to do this. I got to do yeah. this. But from time to time, articles come across, you know what I'm saying? And I do, I do know. That when you're able to console a kid after you discipline them, or even when after you let them down, that definitely helps with their self identity, with their emotional competence, with their emotional intelligence. With all that, it's definitely healthy. I mean, imagine the worst thing in the world where you feel like in a moment somebody hates your guts, like they're going off on you because clearly you're a kid. And so you connect that discipline with like, you must really hate me. Mm-hmm. And then after you get done hating me, you just leave and disappear. And it's just <laughs> cold and quiet for like, I'm yeah. actually quite sure Definitely. you hate me now, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. I, nobody knows the limit of how much is too much time to like walk away yeah. and, you know, kind of deal with yourself and you come back to the kid. But there's just kind of this internal you waited. You waited you five minutes back. too yeah, long, nigga. That's crystallized hate. Yeah. You really hate my guts yeah, now, and definitely. since you hate me, I we hate you beef. back. Like we, you we know really that, like you beef. created That's the internalized beef. trauma. Yeah. That's trauma. Period. Now you now, now yeah. you have sold it. Now you have planted the seed of trauma, and now that seed is gonna be sold every time you whoop that ass. Well, I mean, this whole this whole conversation, room. I feel like the connection between this like stage of developing emotional intelligence as a kid being disciplined on up to being adults that now i mean i just have a a ton of friends who are just like i suffer from depression like i am unhappy i am hurting i am 
in a place of psychological, emotional disposition. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. I look at... Man, I know about reading through psychology. A lot of us adults carry around childhood trauma. Period. Heavily. Deeply. Yeah. And so... I, I, I'm excited. I'm interested and intrigued in some ways that we have been the generation that allowed to come to the surface. Um, I think I'm also um, excited when I look at a lot of parents, when I look at the parents that I talked about that are committed to hearing their kids out largely because they don't want to replicate the childhoods that they had. Largely because they remember yeah. and they're being the adult that the kid version of them needed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Which is like deep. And dope to me. It should be a goal that we have just in general. Like, there are memes that I've seen. It's just like, be be the adult that the kids you needed. You right. know what I'm saying? And that, and that way, I think a lot of parents are trying to be the parents that they they wish they had when they mm-hmm. was dealing with their shit and That's just going the, through their growing pains. And, and then at the same time... And the more you talk to it... But uh, I, I was just going to say, at the same time, also understanding that, you know, even though you're a parent, you're still growing, right? So you got to understand, like, emotionally... True. Like where you're, where you're coming up short, exactly. right? Because it, it ain't no way in hell you're gonna be able to teach your kids to be able to recognize that if you can't recognize that within yourself. You know what I mean? Agreed. So it, it, it is, a, it, it's a good thing that like that's us, right. and that's and and you know we're becoming that generation, or we 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 are that generation. But it's also a matter of like making sure we can tamper. You know what I mean? Like so it don't just go awry. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 George, you were about to chime in real quick. But just this aside, no. The more y'all talk, it made me think of the beef between Ti and Kodak Black, and how that beef is just starting to proliferate. And I really believe at the root of their beef is really this generational differences of expressions in the use of social media and how kind of uh, our generation. And then I feel like Kodak Black is probably like ninety seven or ninety eight or some shit. He's so young, but you know what I'm saying. He's kind of still a part of my generation a little bit. He's part of my generation. So, yeah, you know really, what I'm saying. Bro, that's a so, young nigga, bro. He's not, a, he's, not, he's not invited. He's 23. He's not invited. He's 23. I'm, I'm 28. We ain't got nothing in common. I'm gonna be 32. I'm, I'm a decade. Oh, uh, well, damn. But, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's still say, you know what I'm saying? Is, is that, you know, T, uh, that uh, Kodak Black expressed some feelings on social media that, you know, T, I feel like shouldn't be expressed. And it seemed like that's a They made feelings. That yeah. was, that, I don't, I don't so, conflict you know, what he said about Lauren He was just saying some feelings. ignorant shit. Like, he was like, doing some ignorant shit. You was being lascivious. You was being nasty. You More was trying to shoot SAT a shot. Words. Yeah. More SAT words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lasciviousness. Look it up. Uh, hey, you do something about that. Man. I'm good on it completely. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put a, a knot on this. I'm going to pull a, 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 a little tie on this, a bow on this, and we're going to cut up out of here because technically I got four sessions, four segments for the sake of, for the price of three. Yeah, definitely. We went we went two hours on y'all ass. Pretty right? much. First pretty time much. Hey, for everybody time. that was in here, appreciate y'all. So. Definitely. Most definitely. Thank you for stopping through. Definitely, definitely. I am excited. For the emotional competency of the generations to come before us. I don't care whether it is uh, an emotional issue that you're dealing with that has necessitated that you seek treatment. Um, I know a lot of people are moving to things like meditation and more uh, spiritual based ways of expressing themselves and dealing with their emotions or just talking through it. You know, Tumblr, Tumblr is is where the emotional emo people go to rally <laughs> and come together and I spent some time on Tumblr and man it's a it's a great place to get into discussions about how people feel and so I just don't stop feeling you know what I'm saying like I'm on a quest for a larger level of emotional intelligence that works bi-directionally so that I'm not always the receptacle of feelings but that I can start talking about my shit too therapy included um and so 
Man, it's like my bread. I'm going straight I'm to therapy. Saying, I'm talking like, about no lie. Really, I just feel like I, I, the, I living much like everything else. Living in California, finding anything is intimidating and shit. And so I haven't done it yet because it's so much to weed through. And do I want to drive all the way to LA to talk about my feelings? To drive all the way? That's a lot of gas and a lot mm. of traffic to go mm. sit with a therapist. But I'm negotiating that with what I probably actually need to be emotionally. Uh, 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 sufficient and healthy and things like that. So, I mean, unpack it. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, the, the thought came across my mind just seeing my timeline be filled with people who are just like, I feel and I hurt and I'm going through. And I'm excited that we are at least a generation who's able to say it out loud because it hasn't always been that way. So, shout out to everybody dealing with some shit. We all dealing with some shit. Because we all dealing with some shit. We all dealing with some shit. Sometimes, sometimes I'm I think the thing that keeps me together nine times out of ten, when I feel like I'm the only one dealing with shit, is remembering everybody got a thing. Yeah. So, never lose sight of that. Whenever you feel alienated, like you're the only person with the world on your shoulders, everybody got a thing that they insecure about, that they think about before they go to bed. That's the first thing on their mind when they wake up. That peppers into how they see themselves and how they interact with other people. Everybody got a thing. Right. Right. The scoreboard is more even. I mean, I'm sorry. The, the playing ground is more even than what we give it credit for. Everybody got a thing. We shouldn't exploit those things. Everybody got. But a thing. everybody yeah. got a thing. Hey, and shout out to Nipsey. We need to. Everybody need to be using sage. Hey. Hey, my my <laughs> wife told me because I was like, you know, she. Uh oh, like, hey, shout out to that boy. She. Yeah. He used to. He used to burn. Yeah, she used to burn that shit, but we used to make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> but this shit. Hey, I don't know if I got an evil spirit or something, but sage. It, it do. I got allergies. That yeah. shit just—it's too much smoke. You don't need that. Right. Whatever it is, what it is. Need help. Anyway, Sage can't fix that. Hey, hey, we need y'all to do us a big favor though. Go to YouTube, look up the Chop Up Show in YouTube, and subscribe. Subscribe. You it ain't gonna be no content right there right now, but it's gonna be. Uh, we gonna it's be coming. filling it up. We got content. We gonna be cutting content coming from soon. our other pages. Coming very soon. You gonna be able to find the political oh, yeah. plug on the Chop Up Show YouTube. And find old. And find old. Uh, Find old clips and old highlights from past from past episodes that we're gonna also upload straight up to our YouTube. And if you ain't following our Facebook page, make sure you click that link on this on, on this particular page on this particular video right now. And it's going on and like and share that. And go on and follow the page too. And while you edit, go on and go to Instagram and go to the Chop Up Show. And then go on and follow that too. And then tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend. To file that thing too. Yeah, because most no of y'all, lie. I mean, I, stop acting like y'all don't be on the, on all three of them: Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. You feel me? If you, you if you ain't in the chop up in any of that, you know what I'm saying? Get your shit together. You behind? You feel me? Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Blog Talk Radio, Stitcher Radio. Just Google us. You'll find us everywhere on the airways. We are the chop up. We finna get about this thing. We see y'all again next Thursday. You already know what it see is. See y'all next Thursday. Hey, hey, the last thing, throughout the week, y'all comment on let us, let, let us know what y'all want us to talk about, man. Sometimes we need help. Yeah, we'll talk about what y'all want us to talk about. Give us some topics. We got you. Yeah. yeah. So this is the chop up. Gotta get the chop up. Gotta get, get the chop up. You already know. You already know. Yeah. Deuces. 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 Deuces.